Are you guys ready for another day of the supernatural? The supernatural. You're supposed to like, you know, get into a supernatural. Like, like supernatural. 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 <laughs> okay, welcome back to our channel. I am Sharon, and this is Brian. I'm Brian. And we are Rowena Francis. And today we are coming back to you with another part of our little discussions on the supernatural. supernatural. Today we're talking about angels. 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 Yeah. Angels in the outfield. Well, that's that's a pretty decent concept. Hmm. You know, we can also talk about angels. You know, with with harps and wings. Let me ask you this. And all those Whoa, little. Wait, hold on. You know. When you were a kid, did you ever have like a picture in your mind of like heaven or angels or what did you what did you picture? I guess it depends on really what age we're speaking of. You know, if I was probably more close to an infant, I would have probably thought that angels, you know, reflected that of an infant, you know, with a harp and shot, you know, these My love mother. arrows and, <laughs> and whatnot. You know, like the uh, like, you know like the cute little pictures you see. You yes. know, they're these cute little little things little chubby yeah little chubby babies yes but as i grew a little bit older you know and i started having a little bit more revelation i'll call them on angels i i, I like, saw them much differently yeah i was gonna say i feel like you've always or not always but like when you were older you started to really get into um, researching and mm -hmm. and knowing about angels and and uh you know characteristics of them and stuff like that so yes yes you know, and, and it's interesting because, I mean, if you look around, I mean, you can have a conversation with pretty well anybody. And, 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 and all of these conversations, you know, all lead you to different points, you know, like, yeah. you know, looking up stuff on the Internet. I mean, there's all kinds of information about angels yep. out there, but almost all of it contradicts itself. But there's one place that does not contradict itself, and one place. we can actually go back there, and we're going to go back there right now, which is the Bible. The Bible. The Bible. You so go back to the source of who created angels. That's right. God Almighty. He is the one who created angels, and he talks about it in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And if you dive into the Word of God, you can find out a little bit about angels. Yes. So I want to read a couple scriptures. We've got four scriptures. Four scriptures here that I want to read. Okay. Um, Acts 23, 8. It says, um, the For the Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, neither angel nor spirit, but the Pharisees confess both. Mm. So talking about that in the New Testament. Romans 8, 38 says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. It's just, you know, talking there about angels. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 3.10 says, To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. And before you read the fourth one, which is, which is one of my favorites, oh, yeah. you know, I just wanted to point out here, I mean, even in these contexts that they're talking about, they're like, they're like even the religious rulers of the day, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, had a completely different perspective on yep. the spiritual world. Yep. So the last mm -hmm. one... Is it, well, not the last one, but the last one I'm going to read right now is Ephesians 6, 12, which, yes, like you said, it is one of our favorites. And it says, for we wrestle not we against wrestle flesh not. and blood, but against principalities and against powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, mm -hmm. against spiritual wickedness in high, in high places. places. And that scripture says a whole lot in it. So let's kind of break it down a little bit. All right. What do we want to break down in it? 
the um, hierarchy of what, what it talks about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I thought you wanted to break it down. I can break this down. I, I just, I'll break it down. I just think so you tell here, us about here's it. Here's what's interesting about it, right? Is, is that it's identifying that within the kingdom of Lucifer that there are what you call a hierarchy. Yes. Okay. There are, and it says in here, it talks about that there are, there's principalities. Okay. Well, what are principalities? You know, they're, they're, they're like the, the chief, chief rulers. The chief rulers. They're the ones, you know, yeah. with the highest rank and they're given orders in Satan's kingdom. <laughs> yes. Okay. Then you got, what do you got the next rank it says here? Then it says they come from, you know, the next one is. Exousias. Authorities. Authorities. Right. Okay, what do they do? They derive their power and execute the will of the chief rulers. Yep. Okay, then you got another layer down. Does this kind of make Cosmo sense? Cosmocratopos. Cratopos. Okay, I'm not even sure how to say that word again either. This is why Sherry's always here helping me. <laughs> right? World rulers of darkness of this age. So these are now the, the spirit world rulers. Yep. And then you go down another level. Pneumatica Ponereus. Wow. Spiritual wickedness and that of the, you know, the wicked spirits of Satan and the heavenlies. And so, you know, this is just, I told you, it just it sets up like, you know, like this military unit. And it talks about, you know, right here it says, we're in a war. It says in Ephesians 6.12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we're wrestling against these, all of these different entities. And as a result of it, we're in a, we're in a war. That's why God goes on right afterwards and says, put on your spiritual armor, which we'll get into, I'm sure, at another date. But the reality of this is, is that there's a military commanders, there's people in rank, there's, there's entities out there that are just, you know, infiltrating and doing the will of Satan. Mm -hmm. And so this is part of the supernatural realm. Which, on a side little note, this isn't in our notes, but... Um... You know, you know how we talk about how God is omnipresent. He's mm -hmm. everywhere. He, he He's everywhere with us. Well, Satan is not God. He was a created being, and he does not have the ability to be everywhere at all times. He is not omnipresent. Mm -hmm. So what he needs and what he uses is these uh, principalities and these powers and these demons to go out and execute what he wants done. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we think that the enemy knows um, you know, that he's always with us, but he's not. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wants you to believe certain things because then he can get you kind of uh, tripped up and in his traps. And, uh, and the truth of the matter is that God is always with you, mm -hmm. but Satan does not have that ability. That's correct. And so when we look at the heavenlies, okay, we got the Trinity, okay? And I mean, yep. the Trinity we can talk about on, on, on another day, okay? But the reality is, is that it may, it's made up of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that Trinity is the Godhead, you know, the, the, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. You know, this is, you know, the person who is there has always existed. It's called the self-existing one. Yep. Okay, which is, you know, this this is the name of God. Jehovah. Jehovah, right? So um, as we get into this later, one of the things that's interesting, though, is, is that there's this inner circle that went on within heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, just like in, in Satan's kingdom here, it talks about, you know, how there's their, their inner circle, the principalities or the chief rulers that are in Satan's kingdom. Well, in God's kingdom as well, there was the chief rulers. And so what we, you know, or sometimes, you know, they're referred to even as archangels. And those are references that we can use. Um, okay, so tell us, how many archangels do you know of in the Bible? Well, in the Bible, we believe that there, there references three chief rulers. Okay. Okay. And the they? three chief rulers would be Michael, Gabriel, 
and Lucifer. So tell us a little bit about what they all did, all or right. what they were known for in the Bible. Well, Michael was known primarily as the warring angel, mm -hmm. right? These are, the, you know, these are angels that, first of all, had a name attached to them. Not all the angels in the Bible are all referenced with name. There are a few other examples, which we'll get into at a later point, but these ones were referenced by name. And, and Michael is the warring angel. This mm -hmm. was his job. It was to do warfare. He was the chief of those. Uh, there's many different examples uh, of that. You know, we can talk about in Daniel 10, 13, Jude 1, 9, Revelations 12, uh, 7, are all different references of that. Then you have Gabriel, which is known as the, the messenger. messenger angel. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the messenger angel, you know, what did he do? He delivered messages. He was the one who showed up uh, with Mary and told her that she was going to have a baby and that, uh, you know, not to be afraid. Showed up to <laughs> Elizabeth. Elizabeth, yep. Uh, he was the one who ultimately delivered the message to Daniel in the Old Testament as well. Yeah. Okay, so so he was always in this process of delivering messages. Mm -hmm. So he was a, one of the chief chief princes in God's kingdom. And then you had Lucifer, who was the worshiper. And we talked a little bit about that last week in Ezekiel 28. This was one of his primary things. It says that he walked amongst the the, the stones around God's throne, mm -hmm. that he was in the inner circle of God, and that was his job. And he was one of the, the, the inner three, we'll call it, uh, archangels within God's kingdom. And uh, Lucifer, we knew, uh, we've, we've learned now, has had, had rebelled. Yep. Okay, so now you got... You know, even of those three, one is on the you know the the enemy side. He's now an enemy of of God, right? He's uh, at en enmity with God, and mm -hmm. so nonetheless, this was all part of what took place in the world uh, that was okay, yeah. and the part of that fall, the part of the rebellion, and um, and anyways, and then it said that God went on though into the second creation and He created mankind. That's right. So we want to jump into Genesis right now. Mm -hmm. Genesis 1, 26 to 28. I'm going to read it. It says, Then God Elohim said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the, bird in the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Mm -hmm. God blessed them and he said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Mm -hmm. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a little bit of tidbits in this, which I'm not going to get too too much in today. But, you know, I find it interesting, first of all, when it says that, you know, God created man in his image and in his likeness. Mm -hmm. And then it says that he went on and it says that he created him male and female. Yeah. You know, which, which makes it interesting, you know, if you're creating a male and a female in the image of God, that, you know, there had to be elements, right, somehow represented in the Godhead or in the Trinity uh, that represented, you know, the female, the female side. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we, we don't really talk about that very often, but that but that's just a reality that is reflected in this particular passage of Scripture. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other thing that's reflected in this passage of Scripture, which I think is really interesting, is when it says in verse tw number 26, it says, Then God said, that is the word that comes, uh, the original word actually is the word Elohim, mm -hmm. which is the plural, um, which plural of the word gods. So when they, it said the gods, meaning the Trinity, okay, or the self-existing one, mm -hmm. okay, he said, let us make man. So this is a process that is going on that is referring to God and the Trinity yeah. here in this passage. And so 
He creates man in his image and likeness, and then the and then the angelic host was also created right previously, but they're here now, and they're they're here to support mankind. And I'm going to give you some scriptures that I believe that are relevant to this passage because I want to read two passages of scripture that I think are really interesting here to go along with this process. So if you read in Hebrews two seven, and this is this is a passage that says, "Thou madest him," and this is speaking of mankind. It says, "Thou madest him a little bit lower." than the angels, and thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thine hands. So the works of his, his hands, first of all, is the earth. And there's the passages of scripture which talked about, you know, that it goes on, it talks about, you know, when Christ took back the keys of the kingdom, he returned and he gave them over to mankind. That was part of what Adam lost in the garden and Christ redeemed at the cross. That's a totally different day that we're not going to get into all that uh, somatics today, mm -hmm. okay? But here, nonetheless, is that the dominion of earth was given to mankind. Mm -hmm. Okay, now when you look up the word angels in this particular passage of scripture, you know, you look it up in your concordance, it comes from, you know, the, the word angel, which is, you know, G0032, okay, and it comes from the word angelos, which is where we get the word angel, as I just said to you, okay, so this kind of makes sense, all right, but what is happening here is, is that this passage of scripture, Hebrews 2.7, is actually quoting another passage of scripture, which is located in the Psalms. You want to read that scripture for yeah, me? Yeah, sure. It's uh, Psalm 8.5. says, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with glory and honor. Yes. Is, is that pretty well exactly what we just pretty read well, the exact same thing. In, in Hebrews, okay? So now what's interesting is, is that you look up this passage of Scripture, Hebrews 8, 5, and you look up the word angels, and you know what it says? It is not the word angelos. No. It's the word Elohim. And so when Psalms is referencing this scripture and it was actually written in the first way that was requoted in the New Testament, mm -hmm. it was actually making reference that says, and, and this is how it would read. Thou madest him a little bit lower than Elohim yeah. and crownest him with glory. Yes. And so really what this passage of scripture is revealing is, is that God made man just a little bit lower than himself, which does not mean that, you know, the hierarchy, you know, went, you know, God, God angels, angels man. man, but it went... God, God man, man angels. angels. And I think that's really relevant because angels are subject yeah. to us. Well, and that's the thing is that there's, and and so I, I, find, I love this part because mm -hmm. there are so many scriptures and one of my favorite scriptures, I'll probably say this about every scripture, so just so you know, <laughs> um, is in Psalm 91. This is something that's really been dear to my heart lately mm -hmm. is when he talks about, um, I'm going to read it, uh, Psalm 91, 11, he says, for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways, mm -hmm. right? And so he's saying that he's going to give us the angels charge over over us so they're set out there to protect us they're set out there to help guide us and to lead us and mm -hmm. it's not that we're looking to the angels it's that when we pray to God and we send out God's word then the angels can hear God's word and they can take that and they can follow the orders of God's word yes. and we enact God's word through our voice through prayer mm -hmm. and so I love that yeah it says that the angels Right, respond to the word of God they and they, they go forth and minister in accordance yeah. to the word of God. That's how they're activated. Mm -hmm. And so there's a few other scriptures here, you know, in Hebrews 1.14, um, it says, 
that are they not all ministering spirits set forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation? Mm -hmm. Then you got Psalms 34, 7, and the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Then you got Matthew 18, 10, and it says, Take heed that you do not despise these little ones, for I say unto you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. And you know, there's a few other. But, but what all these scriptures are referencing is that they're here, right, to protect mankind. They're there to, to do the will of God. They're there to activate what God's word has to say. They're there to, you know, act as a protection, Okay, and so angels are there, right? And I think this is really important to understand that there, there's a thing, and we haven't got into the DNA of mankind. We're going to get into that at a later point, okay? But God made man in the image and likeness of God, okay? Which means, right, that we are made like God, and there is, there's power, and there's life and death in the power of the tongue. There's, there's, there's creative energy, right, that goes forth, Right when we speak, right when God spoke the world into yep. existence, He spoke it forth, and the world is still creating. And when we speak forth, the the words that come off of our, of our lips, there's power in those words. That's what God's that's what God's word says. Yes. And so the thing that we want to leave you guys with today is. Um, kind of what we had talked about at the beginning, Ephesians 6, 12, when it talks about we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. You know, if you have an argument with your spouse, you're not, it, it's, he's not your enemy. You know, your spouse is not your enemy, right? As far as I know that to be true. Oh wait, the word of God does say this. It, but that, the, that's true. But the devil, the enemy, he sends uh, demons and powers, principalities against you to try to dredge up um, issues between you. And mm -hmm. so you're not fighting against each other, but what you're really doing is engaging in a spiritual battle. Mm -hmm. And so if you know the tools that God has given you and what he has provided you with, then you have everything that you need to be victorious because God mm -hmm. is victorious. So you need to understand that you are in a spiritual battle and that you need to engage in your battles, not against one another, mm -hmm. um, but against the enemy in prayer and activate the angels through the Word of God and so we want to leave that with you guys today mm -hmm. be encouraged be blessed and if you guys are going through something know that you're not alone and that you can just mm -hmm. fully rely on God God will act on your behalf and yes. continue to pray